Hey guys, it's Geneva. Uh, I uh, just wanted to come on real quick before the episode started to uh, have a disclaimer that I talk a little bit about sexual harassment in the workplace and it didn't even occur to me um, until way after we, we finished recording this that that could be triggering for some people and I think I'm still coming to terms with the fact that what I experienced was messed up. So you'll hear in the episode I talk lightly about it and it's because I think I might still be coping with <laughs> with it all. So, um, you know, you can always skip over that part or you can reach out to me via the DM on the pod and, you know, we can talk about it. If you are experiencing sexual harassment in the workplace, do not do what I did and normalize it. Um, immediately reach out and try to do something about it. Okay, thanks guys. This little cell that I call my office. I had a really long uh, meeting today. It lasted like five hours. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I went to a coffee shop of a place that I used to think it was shitty. And I don't know what's changed, but it was amazing to like sit there and drink subpar coffee. How do you feel about the, the mask thing? Because it was just me and like three other old ladies because I... This was like a Thursday, but it felt, mm-hmm. felt pretty good. To not wear one? Yeah, I didn't wear a mask inside. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, that that's valid. Um, I don't know. I'm Eventually, we're all going to have to, or not that we're going to have to stop wearing masks, but eventually, you know, people are going to stop wearing them. Although I do carry a mask with me wherever I go. Sometimes I am a little bit more lax uh, in certain areas, especially if they're more spread out. Um, I, I, I tend to not put my mask over my whole mouth and nose. I, I sport the chin diaper. I kind of find it comforting to wear a mask. So I don't have to worry about what my mouth looks like if I'm like, <laughs> that makes any sense. Are you I, prone if- to cold sores? No, <laughs> no, but if I, if I want to be slack jawed and not close my mouth and be a mouth breather, I can do that in the comfort of my own mask and no one has to fucking know. <laughs> I don't think I had I... it hanging off of one ear. Like I, I oh, wear it guys, you, but you no just... one's in here right now. So I'm going to take this shit off. Yeah. I mean, I do that when I'm at work. No one is around me while I'm at work. So I'll have it hanging off by one ear or I'll just take it off of my nose, but still have my mouth covered. And then like when people come in, uh, you know, I I quickly put it over my nose and stuff. Um, They officially announced at my job that we no longer have to wear masks. And now I'm the only one in my office that brings one and wears one. So that's pretty cool to think about. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a liberal in the office. Liberal. Someone voted blue. She's wearing her mask still. Damn, liberal scum. This damn leftist in my office. 
if that's if that's what uh separates me from y'all then go for it i don't give a fuck <laughs> i i have to wear one at work still and i'm really happy i do to be honest i mean to me it just feels like uh like a professional courtesy yeah i i i agree i just i don't know man like every it's too much too soon i believe so i'm just kind of like uh okay i guess this is fine we doing this guys are we are we for real doing this i want to i want to do summer stuff i think that's why i'm so gung-ho about this you know have you heard of weefus what is that no what is that water enema from a slide <laughs> you ever gone to schlitterbahn and then you like ride the one that they have just for teenagers and above and they're like okay cross your ankles cross your like make sure your knees are touching cross your arms no you never heard this no uh i've maybe only been to schlitterbahn like once in my life have you been on a any water slides like a really fast one no i haven't well let me tell you if you go down too fast on the slide and your knees aren't and your ankles aren't crossed water will shoot up your butt and there you go weefus same thing happens if you're like cliff diving wow uh if you don't put your feet and knees together whoosh what brought this on? I, I I would like. I'm very curious. I'm thinking about summer. I want to go to. I want to go to. Uh, I mean, I think they're kind of gross a little bit. But I I want I want gross ass water parks again. I want to be able to do all of that. I want to. I want to jump off of stuff into into water. I really want to go. You want to. You want a yucky water enema, is what you're saying. I want. Mm, I want to go to Barton Springs and I want to rope jump into some stuff with my feet and knees together so I don't get a weefus. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. I, I've never been to Barton Springs. I've never I've never been to Six Flags. Uh, let's see. I've only been to Schlitterbahn maybe once. Um, if I went to SeaWorld as a kid, we didn't do water stuff. Honestly, I don't know how my childhood was so uh, joyous. If I didn't even get to do cool shit like that. You spent a lot of time on the internet. Not. A lot of time on Sims. Not growing up. Maybe from like the sixth grade on. But previous to that, it was very much activities and outdoors. Just no water. No water. Which is kind of weird, to be honest. Because I love water. I love swimming. I know how to swim. water baby. I know how to swim. Yeah. You tell you. We we have to go to Barton Springs. Because... This October, we did the impossible. We got tickets, both of us, you and I. We did the impossible. We got week one ACL festival three-day tickets. General admission. I thought I wasn't going to get them. I kind of forgot about it during my lunchtime, so I purchased them like 40 minutes past when the tickets went on sale, and the ones that I originally wanted were not available. And whenever I went to go get the other ones that were available, those sold out too. So I had the very last option, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to freaking jump off a bridge if I don't purchase these because Geneva already bought them for herself, and that's going to be pretty awful. I mean, it's okay. I had bought two, and if you hadn't gotten yours i would have no offense to my boyfriend i would have said hey i'm sorry you have to stay behind this is an audra and me tradition it really is anytime i've gone to acl it's been with you and i've had an unexplainable amount of fun 
we don't really do anything. We just go and do, like, the touristy shit within the festival. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been really, it's been a good time. It's always a good time. Every single time, yeah. And this year we tried to get the really nice ones. They were, they, uh, so they were like 275 but if you pay 500 air-conditioned bathrooms. But scalpers bought them all up, so we now have to pee, pee like plebes, wait 30 minutes for a porta potty I'm a little sad. I don't know about you, but whenever I ever had to use the bathroom at ACL, I never had to wait more than five minutes to go use the restroom. What? I feel I feel like I've always had to wait. Like, really long lines. It always smells like piss. I hate porta potties I've never, ever had to wait more than five minutes to go use the restroom. I mean, most of the time, it's incredibly hot there, so I just sweat out all the water that I drink. So I never really had to use the restroom during the daytime. But at night, I was like, oh, I gotta pee. This is, this is bad. Uh, gotta go. I hate using porta bodies. I really don't think anyone likes using them, to be honest. But, um, you know, whenever your skin is sticky and you're sweaty and you're just, like, fatigued because of the sun, you know, you would like a nice air-conditioned bathroom, which, unfortunately, we did not get. I was talking to one of my friends who lives in Austin, and he bought his tickets the same time that we did like so like right at 12 or around that time and he said that a lot of his friends were really pissed because they thought they'd have a couple months to buy them because acl never sells out not really it takes months for it but this sold out within a couple hours and it's because people just want to get the fuck outside i am like itching. i want to get out i want to go outside i want to see all the crazy ass fits that people bring whenever they go to acl I want to see the uh, the posse with the cool flags that they wave around during the during the show, all sorts of cool shit. I want to see that. I'm ready for that. I want to go. I'm ready. I just want to see Saint Vincent's sexy ass. That is it. That's all I care about. And an Erica Badu. That is, I'm sold. I'm ready. There's there's a few people that I would like to see for sure. Um, I feel like it would be kind of fun to watch George Strait, considering uh, how expensive his tickets are. I forgot! I forgot he's going to be there! Yeah, George Strait is headlining ACL 2021. I hope, knock on wood, that, or I hope that nothing happens. He's not going to die. Not that he's not going to die, but, uh, you know, travel plans. Something falls through, and he can't show up. Is this the point where I talk about my football job? That I worked in football? Yes! Please tell me more. Uh, I know. You, okay, let me see. You've worked whenever you went to your university. Baylor. I went to Baylor. Baylor. I, I went to Baylor. Okay. Whenever you went to Baylor, I remember you had a specific job um, in regards to football players. Would you care to tell the listeners what exactly your job entailed and what your job description was? Let me just say this. Three cheers for nepotism because I didn't know about this job until my boyfriend at the time said, hey, I got this job. They need more people. And so I put an application in to be a student athlete tutor with the NCAA. And I was just technically supposed to tutor all of the or Division One athletes that they assigned to you. Um, but at some point, I guess that they... Uh, decided that I was just going to be a defensive line tutor. And I know nothing about football. I have no way. I don't watch the games. I didn't watch the games when I was in college. 
and they were the tickets were free. A lot of the people that I tutored are now in the NFL. I will not drop names because they're actually not that good. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but I did tutor one person and uh I was watching or I think it was like Thanksgiving and the Dolphins were playing and somebody got my somebody got tagged for like a foul or something like that and they zoomed in on the screen. I just so happened to look up. This is at my parents' house, so that's why football is even on the TV. And it was somebody I used to tutor. I was like, oh my God, he just he just like smacked that guy in the face. There's this one guy I, I, I worked with. Uh, I tutored him in, uh, I think it was British literature, uh, which is a requirement for athletes to take. They have to take like three lit, lit classes because uh, they're all communications majors. If, if they're bound for the NFL, that's the major they have. I feel like I should start there. Uh, so they don't really care about the degree plans because they don't really plan on graduating anyway. So that's the easiest one to maintain eligibility. So uh, these guys, I'm talking to them about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and they're not, they don't read. Like they, not, they're not reading for pleasure. They just want to get the D, literally a D, so a flat 60 in order to keep playing. D for defensive, so, Ds get degrees. Ds get degrees. So this is one of the rare times I um, am tutoring somebody who's on the offensive line. It was like a personal recommendation. It was like a favor to uh, one of the um, advisors. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, so, okay, you, yeah, you're on the football team. You're on the offensive line. What do you do? And he says, I'm the one who scores all the points. And I went, okay, cocky bastard. Well, it turns out he was a first-round draft pick. Oh, fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> he was the one who scored all the points. Definitely the one who scored all the points. Oh, my God. In my interview for the job, they were like, do you keep up with any of the sports or anything like that? And I was like, absolutely not. Not at all. It doesn't interest me in the least. And they're like, okay, you're hired. Wow. So it w the key was to say you hate sports in order to get the job. There's a lot of star effers um, who try to get those jobs to get close to mm -hmm. athletes get pregnant or like hey they're chasing the bag okay they're upset. chasing the bag before the bag is even made so props to them preemptive bag strike good for them yeah good for them the hustle it begins you know they're business majors they're thinking about who's going to invest in their candle making businesses down the road or they're they're or, investing um, in their firms. future they are creating a nest egg for themselves and their future children actually yeah i mean it really i mean i think that that's a that's fine because what's on the other side of the spectrum they just start they're dating or marrying somebody that kind of like a fuck boy he doesn't make a lot of money and they're still an asshole so good for them you know they 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 had a plan they executed it they were like really tight leggings and like just get it done tight leggings short shirts me, on the other hand, I would try to go in either sweatpants or jeans and I would put on the baggiest sweater imaginable because I was like, I am dating somebody. I'm just here to work. And then one time, somebody who I was tutoring, he was like a, a center, which I found out is like a big, huge, like the biggest player. They hike the football, mm -hmm. apparently. Not that I know. But he was like, why do you always wear baggy clothes? Like you, and I'm like, don't comment on what I wear ever. And he's like, you know, you, you should just, yeah, I feel like you're a pretty, you're a pretty woman. Like, why do you always wear baggy oh, clothes? Oh, no. Like, well, that's, that's why I wear baggy clothes, because you're commenting Your on Your questioning it. is why I wear this. Oh, my God. And it's not like he knew what he was doing. I feel like he was just like. He was genuinely asking. Genuinely asking, because he's such a fucking dumbass. 
it's like the guys who are just who say, oh, why don't you just smile? You know, some of them know exactly what they're saying, and then others are just like, just smile. And they actually want you to smile. And they're like, no, I'm too dumb to actually have an ulterior motive. Now, there's no way he knew what he was asking or yeah, saying. I, but I was I like, so. well, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. I'm going to keep wearing the same nasty, light blue, big old sweater, chunky boots. Don't fucking look at me. <laughs> Don't. I'm here for $15 an hour, and I'm going to go home. Hell yeah, dude. I did tutor some uh, track people, though, mm-hmm. and uh, there is... Have you heard of track nails? No. Do you like... You're like uh, women's sprinting teams uh, during during season, which is like springtime. Uh, a, a lot of the women teams, they like get like two-inch nails. It's like a thing that uh, was started by Flojo. She's like an Olympic record. She died. Olympic record holding American sprinter. Mm-hmm. So when they have those on, they can't fucking type. And I'm tutoring them in things where they have to type a lot. So it's it's like it's like chicken pecking with the with the long ass fingernails. Maybe you should take English classes in the fall or something when you don't have to. It, oh God. So uh, if I was tutoring a woman, which those are the track girls that I that I would tutor. Football guys would always interrupt because they just, yeah. They see women in a room focusing on something and they're like, oh, let me fucking just t- chime in, step in, say what's up. And like one time I was tutoring this girl and some guy who was her friend on the football team opens the door and he goes, hey, how do you wipe your ass? Like, I'm in the middle of talking about uh, Elizabeth Gaskell's North and South and he just fucking derails us like that. And then, yeah, and so he just, there's no locks on the tutor doors, which I guess is a good thing. But yes, I think for safety purposes, uh, having no locks on the doors is is the best way to go. But that shit kept happening. Like every time I was tutoring a woman, like it was an issue. Somebody would always like interrupt and come in and be like, hey, guys, like I have one hour to like catch this person up on shit they missed because they had a meet. Don't you have other shit to do? I don't have fake nails anymore. Uh, I'm sick and tired of them. But all through my first and second semester of college, I had fake nails and the majority of these courses required an extensive amount of typing and I was like why the fuck did I do this I'm I am the fool because now I can't type at my regular words per minute and I can't do these activities properly I still did them but having to type with like the bottom part of your fingertip is the weirdest thing. Anytime anytime I have fake nails and then I take them off, I'm like, wow, why did I get these in the first place? Because I type so much faster now. Yeah, I I got them once for a Halloween costume in college. They were like really long ones because I was like a uh, cat woman. I thought it was impossible. I had to send them off after the weekend. It just just hurts. There's somebody that I work with who always keeps the long acrylics and I think it's going to be to the point now where our our boss is going to ask her to clip them because she keeps making typos. Ugh, you work in, like, the medical field. And it, and it would be fine, but it's like, yeah, that's the thing. It would be fine if it was just, like, on a random email, but it's, like, detail-oriented, like, patient stuff. Yeah, oh, my you know? God. Yeah, so they're, people are starting to get pissed off about it. Yeah, send out a memo, um, send her a letter with uh, fingernail clippers attached. And then just be like, 
I, I hope you get the hint. She doesn't give a fuck. Clearly, because she keeps making these typos like a dumbass. All right. So I, okay. So since we're on the topic of like college and like your jobs in college, you went to Baylor University in Waco, Texas. Um, tell me more about the Gaines family. This is all hypothetical. They have a legal team like you wouldn't believe. This is all hypothetical. This is all hypothetical satire. None of this shit is real. Just putting that out there as a disclaimer. But yes, please. I don't even have any tea. You don't have any tea? Oh my uh, God. Okay. (laughs) So they they used to be just a small set set up um, off a tiny road. And they had like um, Joker Man font Magnolia on, on like a... It was a standalone, but imagine like a strip mall. Like that's how tiny it was. Oh wow! And okay. all of a sudden, they start. This show comes up, and I I find out about it because my brother is in California, and a lot of the people he's with are like um, farmer type white women. Like he lives in Fresno, which is like California's farmer area. So they're like, oh my god, your sister lives there. It's so beautiful. And so pretty much what they do, Waco's like cost of living is so cheap they would buy these houses for like shit nothing convince people to move down from dallas to buy these properties and then essentially i mean they improve them yeah sure and they they look really nice but they were like in the middle of nowhere there was issues with uh they'd like move there's like historic around baylor it's historically mexican-american neighborhoods there's like it's like a whole thing um about them getting pushed out but the people would buy like redone houses gentrified houses um and then they would get pissed off or they would uh they said like they were lied to uh, because they <laughs> would experience like car break there were too many brown people yeah and they would experience like car break-ins and stuff like that and it's like well dude i mean you spent two hundred thousand dollars uh on a five fifty thousand dollar house to like get it built up and all crazy but you're still buying a house and a property that are in a low-income neighborhood like i don't know what the fuck did you think they're just gonna leave yeah oh this house is too nice i better go and so what's happening Mm. and then like they bought these silos downtown silos are like where you keep grain you just like pour it up from the top uh imagine the if you're not from texas just imagine the a quiet place where the little uh the, the kids fall in and it's just full of corn the steel metal thing well they moved their design studio over there and they started the barnyard trend and it's because everything in Waco like looks like that a little rundown a little rusty and they said you know what let's do this and then market it to uh like upper middle class Dallas women and let's let's just make this shit blow up they're selling stuff like, you know what? Like rusty, rusty centerpieces for like two hundred and fifty dollars, and it was like a piece of shit. I walked, I walked in that store, and I was like, "Why is everything so expensive?" I wish, I wish I had the the gains brain. I wish that I could uh, exploit the appearance of being kind of broke to that extent. Oh God, yeah, just throw some shiplap on it and call it a day. It's literally just two by fours that they nail to drywall. And they, what they did with it, and painted white. Yeah, then like the only hire every the only people who worked there were college students, and they were earning like eight bucks an hour. And <laughs> my mom loved it. I will say, she was like, "This is the best place on earth. 
Like, I cannot believe that everything is so pretty and fancy. I don't even think she liked any of the stuff she bought. She was just buzzing on the high. Get a grip, mom. Yeah, you know what? Oh, God, that gain, that gain's high, man. Uh, yeah, I, anytime I've been to your house, I don't think I've ever seen any gains decor. She never put it out. None of it. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so for one second. Um, man, I miss going to your house for any literal holiday because your house is always so decorated so nicely. My mom is a southern lady through and through. She, every season, she turns it into a cracker barrel. Like, uh, it's just overdone, but like in a cute little southern way. She goes, everything has its place. She makes a lot of the decor. And she just, from, she changed, she like moves out everything, all, everything in the house right now. Nothing stays. And she boxes it up and it changes uh, about every three months. Keeps us on our toes. Not including the holidays. God, that's so awesome. Halloween and Christmas, absolute favorite times of the year to visit because I get to see the best of the best decor. Honestly, that shit belongs in a magazine. I'll make I'll make the magazine myself just so I can look at it all the time. You're gonna make my mom blush. I'm gonna tell her you said that. Good. I hope so. I hope I hope she hears this. It was fun growing up. And I thought she would stop now that my brother and I are older, but no, she she does it for her. As she should. She shouldn't do it for anyone else but herself. Last week, I had to go out of town for four days for like a family emergency. And on one of those days, I went up, my cousin owns a, a salon, or my, two of my cousins own a salon in San Antonio. So that's where I get my hair cut. And it was, they do like a private experience like you have they only take three clients a day each and um my my brother his girlfriend and I we booked the morning slots so it was just us and them in there and everybody's vaccinated so it's it's 10 a.m we bought Ornitos tequila and we each took three shots each and I was when I, I hadn't eaten yet really when I tell you I was drunk that whole haircut I couldn't even like keep my neck straight and we just like kept drinking. It was amazing. It was cathartic. In the middle of it, I apparently agreed to dye my hair red, which I actually don't, I might, I like it. Yeah, it looks nice. It looks really good. Did a good job. Very good job. Yeah, it's like whenever I went out with my coworkers a few weeks ago, I decided to get a margarita. I hadn't had alcohol in a very very long time after like two small ish ones uh i was like i'm ready to go home i feel sick this is I, i'm completely wasted i need to go home now and i i was very ashamed because i am not typically a lightweight i am i am the heavyweight champion of liquor <laughs> and beer so you know, taking home that taking home that lightweight champion belt uh, really put um, really made me sour, and I went to sleep upset. <laughs> Wait, I think maybe the reason you had, you should have just gotten straight tequila. You know, that would have helped you because it's the sugar that gets you. You know what? You're right. You're right. I honestly, yeah, I should have just gotten straight tequila and been like, "All right, guys, it was nice knowing y'all. <laughs> I am going to crash my car." Wait. On, on the way home. Someone drove you home. You could have just been like, I can't, I can't leave this on the border. Someone's going to have to take me <laughs> take me back home. I can't finish this <laughs> fishbowl. I'm okay 
Okay, for the re- for the record, we did not go on the border. <laughs> it was a local place in town, but still. No, I stayed there until I was okay to drive. Uh, I stayed there for probably another two hours. So I was totally fine and safe to drive home. It was fine. Small town Texas rules. Do you know how long you'd have to wait to get a taxi or an Uber? Man, yeah, in Midland, Ubers exist, but they are few and far between. I'll tell you that much. Unicorns. Truly, truly a unicorn experience uh, whenever you get an Uber. That's for damn sure. Speaking of, speaking of margarita, I uh, I went to this restaurant with my family and... My my whole my brother flew in, his girlfriend flew in. It was like uh kinda like a big family emergency. Everything's fine now, I guess, but it kinda sucked. So we went to this place um in Market Square called La Margarita and that this shitty thing happened to me. Have you ever been a part of a dinner party where you you don't get your food but everybody else does? Yes. And you sit there like twiddling your the person forgot to put in my order. <gasps> And I had to, I had to wait ten minutes in dining time to get my food. Ten minutes in everybody's eating time is a lot. People, my people, my family was like halfway done with their meals before I got my grilled fish. God damn, dude! No apology, no oh shit, I'm so sorry, it's on the way. Just oh by the way, here's here's your food. No comp. I was pissed. They just threw it at you. They're like, here, pick it up off the floor, you gross lady. Which. I can I can imagine that they're kind of pissed working for restaurants right now. Mm-hmm. But damn. So you know what I did? I tipped her twenty percent, and I I just grumbled to myself. You tipped her twenty percent, and you you sat there and ate the food. Yep. Good on you. Cause I know what I would have done. I would have also tipped her twenty percent. So um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I but I went I went. Hey man, I was hungry. So I see you're finally wearing the shirt I bought you. A year ago. Listen, I already owned this shirt, so that's why I didn't feel... Tell the viewers what it is. All right, so a little backstory to this shirt I'm wearing. Back in high school, I had a serious college humor phase. College humor and busted tease phase. So all I watched after school was fucking Jake and Amir, uh, Streeter Theater... Uh, all these uh, other, you know, skits from College Humor. Personally, my favorites were Jake and Amir and Gail Beggy with Josh Rubin. Um, those are my absolute favorites. And uh, yeah, anyway, so I actually purchased a few shirts back in the day uh, that were Jake and Amir themed. And uh, it's just one of the shirts that I'm wearing right now. Um, I'll throw in the audio clip of what my shirt actually says. Wait, can I say it? Oh, sheesh, y'all. Twas a dream. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. I, I used to watch Bleep Bloop because I liked vintage video game stuff. Okay, that's, that's cool. that's all they did. I, I, uh, I probably watched all of those. That was the only one I watched, though. I didn't really watch Jake and Amir. Uh, but yeah, Bleep Bloop was the shit. And... I uh I went into this vintage video game store yesterday because I wanted to buy a copy of Pokemon Soul Silver. Guess how much did this game cost, Audra? Uh, maybe like over two hundred dollars. Okay, no, actually, it wasn't that bad. But a hundred and fifty dollars for Ooh, a little was... baby cartridge. It it didn't even, it came with a box. It didn't even have the manual, so it's not even a complete collectible. Oh yikes! I was pissed. I didn't buy it. Oh, okay, you didn't buy it. It made me incredibly angry, and. 
I just ugh. you wanted the complete collection. You were you, okay. I just wanted. To were play you it. angry at the price, or were you angry at the price because it wasn't a complete uh, a complete collectible? I the second one. Mm. If you're gonna, if I'm gonna pay, if I'm gonna put down one fifty on something that is supposed to be a collectible, you're not gonna give it to me incomplete. Do you know how hard it's gonna be to find just a manual online? That is true. That is very true. I'm sure someone out there has people that they know that collect Pokemon game manuals. It's just something that you'd have to. You know, really dig dig in for somebody needs to send me the soul silver manual so i can go back and go buy from please anyone geneva she is suffering please somebody help i her. just want to i want to transfer it to my switch game i i'm trying to like build that one up get my full roster on there yeah uh i've never played a single pokemon game and i feel like i'm, I'm too late in the game to uh get started on those uh so i I just don't play them people are really intense about it and i think that's what it is like uh it's a little gate kept and it's crazy because it's literally a children's game i don't know why everybody takes it so seriously Mm -hmm. like i was really pissed at that 150 like it messed up my whole night yo come on (laughs) i was pissed because the dude who tried to sell it to me, he was like, so you want me to bag this up? I'm like, no, fuck you. No. I'm just going to buy a bootleg. Co- I'm I, if I, I'm if just going to buy a bootleg one on Amazon. And fingers crossed that it doesn't fuck up my 3DS. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyone that I've known to play Pokemon games, uh, they haven't gatekept anything from me. Uh, they're more than happy to explain things and whatever. Uh, but I don't know. I just, um, I feel like I'm too late to start playing Pokemon games. But you were, you're, you, I mean, you do other stuff that you thought you were like maybe too late to join, like you skateboard. Yes. I picked up skateboarding again. Well, not recently, not since, uh, my injury, not since the accident. Yeah. That shit sucked. I'm still recovering. I have, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I f- officially am retiring from all skateboarding activities. If anyone wants my cruiser, please DM me. I will gladly give it to you or sell it to you for a very small price. Whoa, so you're done done. Well, no, 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 I'm not done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I really enjoy cruising. I'm not fucking doing tricks ever again. I'm just going to cruise and uh, hopefully don't eat shit on gravel again. Yeah, I mean, that's that's rule number one, feels like. Flat ground only. I was on flat ground, but I completely over... I, I didn't see the gravel that was on the ground. I planted my foot on the gravel, I slid, and then I just fucking flew and landed all of my weight on my right knee and got... I wouldn't say severe, but I definitely got a hefty bit of nerve damage. And uh, there are certain parts of my knee and under my below my knee where um, I can't feel shit. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Getting old. I know, I'm getting old. That shit sucks. Getting old is bullshit. I, I disagree. I okay. totally disagree. Let me rephrase. Physically, getting older sucks. Because you can't do the cool shit that you used to do when you were a kid. That's what sucks. Growing growing older does not suck, but whenever you have physical things that you can't do like you used to do before, that is what is kind of shitty to me. I was not a very active kid 
I did sports, but I kind of I, I'm at the same level of activity that I was as a kid because I didn't do a lot as a kid. I'm actually I sometimes have lower back pain, but that's just because I sit in a desk chair. But other than that, I don't I don't can't I can't relate to your not feeling your knee anymore. Okay, it's not my whole knee. It's just <laughs> like a little small portion of it. I can feel my knee like it is. Uh, I can feel it. If someone, you know, kicks my knee, I'm sure I will feel it. But there are certain portions of it where I'm like, hey, you know, I could, I should probably feel something there, but I don't. Uh, I also can't get on that knee directly, like on a hard surface. Uh, I have to have a significant amount of padding to get on my right knee. Uh, I figured this out whenever I dropped something in my bedroom under my bed and I had to get down to get it. And I was like, ooh, don't do that. Don't do that ever again. I had to switch <laughs> knees while I was down there. It fucking sucked. <laughs> Maybe there we, we can do something uh, that we could, you know, people who listen, they can carry this throughout their day, their week. I'm going to give a recommendation. Ooh, okay. I would love to hear. So the thing that I am recommending is to not ever visit a business that you know your ex works at oh my god <laughs> okay why um that is a why is that geneva would you care to elaborate well the coffee shop i went to today is attached to a bookstore and i used to date somebody who works at that bookstore and they still work there apparently and I found that out like a, like a month ago or something when I ran into them. So I didn't go to the bookstore anymore. But the they like walk into the coffee shop all the time. So I might as well have been at his fucking work. And I saw him and it was horrible. Didn't end on good terms. And I just felt real bad. And he's still butthurt about it. All right. Well... I mean, for good reason, you know, you, breakups, especially when you're the breaker upper, you don't get to, you don't get to be the, the good guy. No. I, that's recommendation number two. Be okay with being the bad guy. That's a good one. That's a, actually, that's a really good one. And I don't think that only applies to relationships. I think that's just in general. Be, be okay with being the bad guy sometimes. Within reason, obviously. Don't be fucking toxic or something. And then you're like, well, Audrey Geneva said I should be okay with being the bad person. <laughs> hey, man, if if you wanna if you wanna step on toes or do whatever you do whatever you want, if you don't want to use your blinker, hey, man, it's up to you. Yep. All right. For sure. Okay. That's that's your recommendation. <laughs> um. Don't visit where you think your ex has ever worked because it turns out they'll continue to work there forever and that place is off limits forever until you're sure. Uh, I, I mean, I guess. I, I feel like maybe if it... If where your ex is working is going to sort of dictate your life as far as like, oh my god, I can't go here, I can't go here. Um, who gives a fuck? Like, you have every right to be there as well. You know, just because they're still working there, I don't think that it... Personally, I don't think it should be off limits. I'm not saying go there and taunt them or whatever the case may be is. 
But if it's, you know, that specific bookstore, it's like the only one in town like that. So I feel like, you know, it's reasonable and completely valid as to why you would want to go there. And obviously you're not going there for malicious intent. So, you know, do you. How about, how about don't, don't date in a small town or don't date retail workers because then don't date um, at places that you used to work. That's a good one. Don't date your co-workers. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Do not date your co-workers because odds are you're probably not going to end up together. If anyone is listening and they're dating their coworkers, count your days, baby, because something's something's cooking, and uh, you know it's not gonna be good. <laughs> unless unless you like own the business, in which case you know power couple. But if you, if you're both like retail workers in the same place, is it convenience? Just ask yourself that. I don't know your story, but you just being convenient. It's kind of nice. All right, so my recommendation um, is this one game I recently found. Uh, It's called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. It is the cutest little game. It is available on Nintendo Switch. It is available for PC gamers. It is available... um, I think those are the only places, to be honest. (laughs) But it is available. So, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's Windows, Mac, Nintendo Switch. It's, yeah, it's there. It's all there. So you are a little turnip and you choose to not pay taxes. Well, haha, you get caught and Mayor Onion is like, listen, sir, you committed tax evasion. You're going to have to pay uh, pay back all of the shit that you owe with these duties that I'm going to give you. And uh, you just, like, spend the whole time doing uh, hard labor to pay off your taxes. <laughs> so you sign yourself and- into indentured servitude? Yeah, that's literally, this poor little turnip baby boy is just dying and working his little turnip heart away. Uh, You know, you solve puzzles, uh, you avoid paying taxes, you harvest crops and battle massive beasts in a journey to tear down a corrupt vegetable government. Uh, You know, Mayor Onion, he's not a good dude. I mean, he's in the government. What government employee is good? Not you. You know? Not me. Tell you that much, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you, you go through these forests and barns and shit. Uh, you had to kill a, a giant uh, king pig. You know, there's so many things. Um, is it a Marxist, but, Marxist vegetable game? Honestly, I think it is, and I think that's why I enjoy it so much. This feels like a propaganda tool used to uh, mobilize the children. You know what? Good on them. Yeah, they're going to dismantle... They're trying... Uh, the, the little turnip is trying to dismantle the entire 
tax system. Honestly, I wish they do. I wish the turnip would do it faster because I got a. I barely got a tax return this year, and I paid a lot in. To be, I paid a lot in. You know what? I'm going to complain about something. Those who know me, those who uh, follow me on social media have a general idea of the disdain I have for my upstairs neighbors. You know what? Before I go on to the story, here's my recommendation. If you're an upstairs tenant, do not walk. Don't move. You are supposed to be glued to your bed, to your couch. I don't give a fuck. Actually, no, that's totally fine if you move around. Just be conscientious of the people that live below you because my piece of shit upstairs neighbors walk and run and throw all sorts of shit on the floor at all hours of the goddamn day. This little boy that lives upstairs, this little boy that lives right above me with his family plays basketball in the house they recently bought him a toy piano that I can hear at all hours of the night. Oh I'm like, when the fuck is your son's bedtime? It is 2.30 a.m. I know it's not one of y'all playing the fucking toy piano. It is your little child. Uh, the mom runs around everywhere. I think she purposely wears heels in the house and fucking runs everywhere just so that I get to hear it. I hate them with every ounce of my being. Um, I have written multiple, multiple emails to my property manager to discuss, you know, what the fuck I want them to do. I won't tell you all of the emails. I, I won't write all, or I won't read all How of the emails, but the most... How many have you uh, I sent? sent about yeah. I sent about six. Uh, I sent about six um, from the time span of those six was probably November to now. So it's like once a month, one letter a month, Ugh. one email a month. Um, so this most recent one was back in April. Uh, I, I sent this email at 2.15 in the morning. And I made sure to let my property manager know that I was writing it at 2.15 in the morning. Um, it says, I'm writing this at 2.15 a.m. to give you a brief update on the noise from the apartment directly above me. Update, it hasn't improved. If anything, it's gotten more consistent and carries on well within the night. Just like this ne evening. Nearly 2.30 a.m. and it sounds like someone is constantly running laps all over the place. Normally, I'd be asleep, but I've been incredibly sick recently and I wake up multiple times throughout the night. But instead of waking up to silence like I should be, I wake up to someone fucking having a marathon upstairs. I'm asking that if these tenants are not moving anytime soon, that they are relocated to a completely different part of the complex. I'm sure this seems like an insane request, but it is absolutely unbearable and it's driving me insane. I do not want to relocate. For, if anything, I refuse to relocate and I will not be breaking my lease, so something about them needs to be done. If you need further proof of the noise, 
literally on any given day, I can provide you with some form of evidence because it is that consistent. Please respond at your earliest convenience. You know, signed my name. Um, yes, I did write that email and I know it is an insane request to have them completely uprooted from their home and transferred to a completely different part of the complex, but I have had it up to here. And for those who cannot see, my hand is completely above my head. I cannot stand them. Honestly, if it wasn't against the law, I would go upstairs right now and fight them. I've seen what they look like. I know what they look like. I can definitely take them. But I also don't want to go to jail. So I just sit here fuming at my computer desk. And, you know, there, there's no there's no improvement in sight. I cannot wait till this fucking lease is over so I can move somewhere else. If I'm not leaving Midland, Texas anytime soon... I'm going to a whole other apartment complex and I'm requesting the top floor. I don't give a fuck anymore. Well, <laughs> no, I've, uh, I've only been the upstairs person uh, or I lived on a one floor only thing. I wouldn't have taken it this long, dude. I would have just, I would have just broken a lease. I want my deposit. I want my pet shit back. I want all of my money back. I'm sure they'd probably just give it to you because you've been putting in so many complaints. Probably. Yeah. And, you know, my, my whole point is I don't want them to be evicted. You know, that that's the last thing I want. You just want them to crawl to to on, their, on their knees. I want them to not use their legs and just bear crawl all over their fucking house. It's a one bedroom apartment. The reason why I know this is because the property manager told me that we have the same exact floor plan. So their bedroom is right above my bedroom. So you can hear him where every all time of their they... shit. No, they do not fuck. I know that for a fact. <laughs> um, if they did, I would Maybe hear that's it. That's why you're stomping so and much, you know? There's a lot of, a lot of pent up. No. Yeah, a lot of pent up aggression because they can't fuck because their child is sleeping in the same room as them. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, dude. no, uh, God, I could go on. I can go on with this for hours because of how angry it makes me. And I've, I've hit my ceiling a couple of times with like a broomstick, but the last time I did that, uh they hit back. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not fucking doing that shit anymore because, you know, the next thing I'm going to figure, you know, the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to break down my front door. I'm looking back on my emails and I sent an email in April. I sent one in February and then I sent one back in January and December and November. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's been a wild ride and I fucking hate their guts. And honestly, I hope I'm talking loud enough so that my neighbors can hear exactly every word I'm saying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they can. And I'm pretty sure that they don't care. They don't care because I guarantee any second now, they're going to be running around. Duh! As revenge. They're going to be running around as revenge. And sometimes I just uh, scream really loudly and uh, they'll kind of just stop for a little bit. <laughs> Wait, hit me with a scream. Hit me with a scream. What do you do? 
No, I, no, I can't no. do it because they're not. Come on. No, they're not making. They're not making noise right now, so I'm not going to scream. I only do it when they make noise. I want this to be an ongoing saga. I want this to be a whole segment for the show. Audra versus her neighbors. Audra commits neighbor harassment. Um, Audra renews her lease uh, for a whole other year just so that she can uh, carry on with this bit. <laughs> no, I don't. That that is emotional warfare on myself. I can't. I can't do it. Oh, I. Uh... I'm looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. All right. Where are you looking? Either D.C. area or Austin. That's it. Wow, that is a little bit of a jump. It's all. It's where my work is. But that is great. Because mm-hmm. I am just ready to earn more money. I want more money. I want more money. That is a very good thing to have and a very good thing to want. Yeah, I'm like fucking done, dude. I'm. Yeah, I. I'm so ready to leave. <laughs> and if I get neighbors like yours, I'm just gonna like walk up the stairs, tap 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 tap, knock on the door, and be like, "Hey, if you make one more fucking sound, I'm gonna I'm gonna force you out of your home. You're not gonna know how, and you're not gonna know that it's me. But one day, you're gonna be forced to leave this place." And I want you to know God. it was me. You're gonna like you're gonna Liam Neeson their ass. <laughs> I will f- I will find you and I will kill you. One time I had a neighbor, uh it was a weekday, I was studying this is in college, I was studying for some tests I don't even remember. And they were being so loud. It was probably a Thursday at like two AM. And so I knocked on the door, they didn't answer. So I did something that I have not done since. I called the cops and i i like i kind of feel bad about it in retrospect but i I was like it was finals week they were screaming and like dancing to taylor swift but like it was a bit like a bunch of like sorority girls so what do they do after the cops come they knock like for about 10 minutes wanting me to come to the door to like i guess they wanted to confront me so i was like okay fine all right y'all aren't gonna leave so I open the door and I'm like, I like swing it open really fast and I go, what the fuck do you want? And they all folded. And I was like, yeah, of course they, they did. Go, oh, oh, I, I, I'm so sorry. I mean, like, I just wanted to, um, did you, did you happen to, were we being too loud? I was like, yes, obviously you were. Otherwise I wouldn't have had to call the stupid cops on you guys. Do you know how bad that felt? Having to call them over some bullshit. And then you decide to continue to knock on my door for 10 minutes when I'm clearly in the middle of something. The fuck is wrong with you? My boyfriend's sleeping in the other room and y'all are the most inconsiderate. And yeah, I they really thought they were going to roll up on me and then try to tell me something. They really thought they were going to ambush you. And it then was three you... girls coming and knocking all at the same time, like like multiple knocks. Embarrassing for them. Embarrassing. God, yeah, you know they're not telling that story at their fucking... Parties. I hope that when they're in their Fortune 500 jobs and they, uh, they're in the middle of their day and they're just getting coffee or something like that, putting sugar in it, I want them to think of that moment and cringe. Think about how embarrassing and sad that was for them. Yeah. You know what? Fuck them. I hope they're doing good. Oh. Not, not where I was, not, not what I was thinking you were going to say, but you know what? Good on you for taking the high ground. 
<laughs> I'm trying to be better about that. Because, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, they were the ones who were going to have to carry that. For me, it was kind of like a, a good moment. Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Well, it's like yesterday. I came home from doing, from running errands of some sort. And I saw that my next door neighbor and the neighbors that are also on the second floor, but diagonal of me, they were all outside. They like to congregate outside my stoop and just shoot the shit with each other. And I absolutely cannot stand it because I don't want to be approached whenever I'm walking home, when I'm walking to my door. Don't talk to me. I want absolute silence please. And so I stayed in my car for another three hours just so that I could wait for them to go inside. I will do whatever it takes just so that I don't have to talk to anyone when I come home. Yeah. I I think that it's time for you to rent a house. I think it's time. Yeah. I want a fucking house. I want a house where my neighbor is in a whole other house and not within arm's reach of me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't stand it in this goddamn apartment. The walls are thin. We have hardwood flooring. So you can hear everything. I can hear when my upstairs neighbor has cleaning day and she's playing Taylor Swift super loud. I mean, she plays the bops. That's not. What's with that's totally all the fine. loud neighbors exclusively playing Taylor Swift? Dude, uh, it's a Taylor Swift thing. It's a Taylor I Swift thing. I used to be able to hear my neighbor sneeze. God. Yeah, I can hear the the other day my uh my upstairs neighbors brought their suegra over and uh she started having an argument with the husband. And that was really fun to hear. You know, they were in a very heated argument and suegra's, uh, I sided in-law, by the way. Yeah. I sided with the mother-in-law in this uh argument. And then she left. I mean, the guy seems like a piece of shit and, you know, um, I, I feel like I can make that judgment because I feel like I'm living with them. They're so fucking loud. Anyway. Um, I mean, you are, you're, uh, you're the tool, it's not tool time. You're the neighbor that is just so happens to get roped into all the shit because of your adjacentness to it. You know, the next thing they're going to do is come to my, they're going to knock on my door and be like, hey, you heard the argument we just had. Whose side are you taking? The, oh my God. If they ever fucking do that, I'm going to, I don't know what I'll do. I'm not going to say I'll be violent because I'm not a violent person, but they invoke such a rage in me. Uh, I might black out and just, I I might faint on them, honestly. Like, I'll get so upset that I'll faint. Like, maybe, maybe that'll happen. And they'll have to, like, take care of me. (laughs) I think, I think my boyfriend works too much for me to actually walk in on him. Like, he works, like, way too much. He doesn't have enough time to cheat. Me on the other hand. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Clint, you heard it. Uh, keep her, keep her on a short leash, buddy. Yeah. Like, I want you to unlock my phone when I'm asleep using my face. Yeah. Use, use her, yeah. Scan her face so that you can (laughs) check all of her text messages and, uh, look at her deleted images. (laughs) That's some, yeah, don't do that. I'm thinking about what I would do if I walked in on, on somebody that I was dating was cheating. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. What would okay, yeah. What would you do 
if you were with someone and you walked in on them, you caught them caught in 4K cheating, what would be your initial reaction? Okay, so my eyes are closed. I'm imagining I open the door. I get home early. It's been a long day. I just want to take my shoes off. I know my I know my, my boyfriend is home and he's taking a nap. Okay, walk in. It's weird. He's, he's, he's got shoes and they're, these, these aren't mine. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, well, let, let me just go to the bedroom. Is this, where, where, where is he? I'm calling his name. And then I walk in and then there is another man in bed with my boyfriend and i go i knew it i knew you were sleeping with him i knew um, it i fucking knew it you know what cuz finish up we'll cu- come out whenever you're done and we'll talk about this all three mm-hmm. of us cuz you know what's not going to happen you know what's not going to fucking happen I'm not going to get cheated on with another woman that's just not going to happen no in my mind, that literally cannot happen. That does not cross your mind, period. It's if you, if you were cheating on me, it's because you realized that you only like men. And I didn't notice it. And I'm a bad girlfriend and I deserve to be cheated on. <laughs> With another man only. Yeah. If it's another woman, I mean, I don't think you're going to, I don't think either of us are going to make it out alive. All right. Because I will die of a, I will die of a heart attack. Oh, okay. Not because you. And then and <laughs> not because you killed him or you killed yourself, but because you had a you had a heart attack. <laughs> in, in your sleep, I replaced one of your teeth with a poison gas bomb, and I'm gonna click the trigger, and you're gonna kill us all. Oh wow, that's really neat. That's from Dune, actually. That's a. Uh, it's from the book Dune. Yeah, well, that's still really cool. You can still do. You, know, you can try and do that, Clint. Uh, make sure make sure you sleep with your mouth shut. Uh, I, I I'm praying for you, buddy. I really am. This girl's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just know what I have, you know. I just know what I got, and if I get cheated on, uh, it just literally wouldn't happen. If you're gonna cheat on Geneva with another man, don't do it inside your own home. Do it at his house. <laughs> Yeah, take your shit off of my... I buy really good sheets. I have great sheets. They're nice, high-thread count Egyptian cotton. And I have a goose duvet. Goose down duvet. It's really nice. If, if, if Those are my sheets. That's a, that's, gonna, that's a piece just, of me. That's a part of me. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be cheated on me, it better be on, like, the, the felt side of one of those picnic table covers because that's the kind of trash thing that that is yeah if that's gonna happen it better be on my fucking flannel sheets my jersey cotton sheets <laughs> jerseys jersey cotton those those are nice that's a nice sheet those are expensive yeah, yeah sure I, I don't like the feeling of those um like you i also have expensive sheets and uh i don't know it feels nice so yeah closing remarks uh clo- in closing Based on our recommendations, don't date a coworker, and don't be a noisy neighbor. I feel like that's pretty... That's solid. Th- those are solid things. It's solid advice. Yeah. I-, I don't think those two things are hard to do. You could, you could sleep with your coworkers, but don't define the relationship. 
That's not that's not held. That's no. That's not, oh no. <laughs> Madam, that's that is not it. That is not the move. I have I've only done that the once and it ended up being a relationship and it was go for what it was, but I don't do that. I want to say that. I do not do that except for that one time. Yeah. Uh, not yeah, only that one time and that was it. And I said, "No, no, 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 no." Not me. No. Not not doing it. Mm-mm. It's not happening. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. You got burned. So, you know, don't do it. Don't y'all get burned. Don't get burned. Don't get burned. Don't set unhealthy boundaries. Y'all should just date friends of friends. That's the way to do it. Yes, I completely agree. I finally see the light, Geneva, Mm -hmm. of you saying this for God knows how long. And I understand. Friends of friends is the way to go. Friend referrals. Oh, you like my friend so-so. Okay. That's the way to do it. So um, make sure your friends have friends. Make sure, okay. Make sure your resume is updated. Make sure your, your friends have friends. Most importantly, make sure your friends have good friends to recommend. So, you know, you're not setting yourself up for absolute failure and you're dating a piece of shit friend like you know who who's that helping nobody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. destined for failure get yourself a good person audrey's my person yes uh geneva and i are going to get married so mm-hmm. everyone that listens to this episode is invited you get vip tickets open bar open bar uh i don't think we have to say anything else. Um, everyone can wear white. Because we're wearing black. <laughs> yes. No, the only time I've ever blacked out was at a wedding. And I woke up and my mom had changed me into pajamas. Oh, I was, that is so it's, cute. It's not that cute. I was 25. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you know what? I'm going to tell this podcast... My blackout story. Um, all right. So, like, back in 2017 with the two friends that I made here in Midland, Texas, who, by the way, are no longer my friends, but uh, that's neither here nor there, um, we would go out to this really shitty country bar because on Fridays from, like, 9 to 11... It was 10 cent beer and dollar wells. All right. So we were all over that shit. It's evil. So on this one night, um, I was like, you know what? I feel good. I'm going to drink a lot and I'm going to have fun dancing Copperhead Road more than once. I don't even know what so, that is. Put it, drop oh it right my here. God. Drop it right here. All right. I'll play the song. <laughs> but um, I, I was like, I was in a really good mood. You know, the drinks were flowing. It was awesome. Fucking 14 double vodka tonics later. We decide. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um, 14 double vodka tonics later. I remember leaving I okay I remember walking out of the bar but I don't remember getting into my friend's car 
I don't remember making it to a Whataburger. It was like I blinked and I was in line at the Whataburger. And I was like, oh, uh, I don't really feel good. And they're like, relax, Audra. It's probably because you haven't eaten in like 14 hours. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely yeah, right. You, you I go, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I go, you know what? You're absolutely right. It's probably because I need to eat something. So I was just like, okay, I'll stand in line for a little bit longer. No, didn't fucking happen. I was like, no, this isn't a I haven't eaten feeling. This is a I need to throw up feeling. Mm-hmm. So I... Did your, did your mouth get all like um, full of like saliva and you make that like... Eat. And you like breathe heavy? <sighs> uh, I was getting there. I was getting there. Uh, so I took a complete 180 and booked it to the restroom. I tried to open the door and it was fucking locked. I'm panicking now and I'm slamming on the door and it's a Whataburger cleaning lady. She just fucking cleaned the bathroom. I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I get in and I thought I was going to blow chunks straight away. No, didn't happen. Mm. I don't know why, but my body was like, now it's not the time, Madra. Yes, you're in a bathroom, but you don't have to throw up anymore. And I was like, no, I feel terrible. I need to throw up now. Um, it took about three or four tries for me to actually um, vomit. But I did. I made it. it. It was fine. But as soon as I finished throwing up, I passed out for about 45 minutes to an hour in <laughs> This freshly cleaned Whataburger single stall bathroom. So I am passed out on the fucking tile, out cold. All right. I hear the loudest, to me, the loudest knock you could possibly hear. And I manage to say, someone's in here. And it's the people that I went to the Whataburger with. And they're just like, yeah, Audra, we know. Are you coming out anytime soon? And I was like, uh, yeah, Hmm. I'll be out in a second. And so, you know, I pull myself up from the floor. I want, you know, I rinse off my face. Uh, you know, I didn't think I had any vomit on me, so I didn't really bother to check. Honestly, my vision was pretty blurry at that time, so I didn't even think, I don't even think I even inspected myself. So I get to the table that they're sitting at, and, you know, they have their drinks and stuff like that, and... I was like, oh, so did y'all order already? Or have y'all gotten your food yet? And they're just like, Audra, we already ate. We've been waiting for you for like an hour. And I was like, what the fuck, And no one went in to go get you? No, no one went in until uh, that, to my knowledge, no one went in prior to them banging on the door that I heard. Damn. Maybe they checked on me before that and I just didn't hear it. But I I cannot say. I'll tell you this. So I would have... 100% 100% gone in the bathroom with you. Thank you. I really, I, I knew, I know you would have. Uh, these people yeah. fucking suck. Anyway, um, so I was obviously not fit to drive home. So they found my brother's number in my cell phone. They called him and they were like, hey, we're so-and-so. We're at the Waterburger on Big Spring. Can you please come pick up your sister? I snatch the phone from them and, you know, I start yelling that I'm intoxicated over the phone. 
And I was like, Aaron, I need you to pick me up. And he's just like, Audra, I can't. I just took my Ambien. And I was like, oh my fucking God, how long ago did you take it? And he was like, I literally just took it before I answered the phone. And I was like, Aaron, you have like a 15 minute window before it kicks in. Like, I need you to come get me. It takes about 10 minutes to get here. And he was just like, oh, Jesus Christ, Audra, like, fine, uh, I'll come get you. So I had to lift myself up into my brother's lifted ass Jeep. And he's like, no, get in the back seat. You're not sitting in the front. And he put like a bag around my neck just so that in case I threw up in the in the car. And I was like, I don't need this. Like, I'm not going to throw up. I just I immediately pass out as, as soon as I get into his uh, Jeep. Uh, he takes several photos of me, uh, one of which is actually still posted on my Instagram. I will put it on the pod Instagram uh, so that everyone can laugh and poke fun at me. It's totally fine. And um, I get home. Compl- I pass out on my bed, fully clothed. I still have my purse on. Purse <laughs> on, shoes on, bra on, jeans still buttoned up. I went to bed in jeans. Uh, I wake up and I'm like, wow, I feel great because I threw up everything the night before. So I got a bunch of water. My brother dropped me off on the opposite end of the parking lot so that I had to walk to my car in my PJs. And, you know, it was really nice. Thank you so much, Aaron, for doing that. I appreciate you picking me up. Um, I will never forget it. I bet you wish my mom was there to change you. No, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I wish you wouldn't have done that. I would have slept in my formal dress, but I woke up. <laughs> I didn't have a. I was wearing full. I d- I never wear a full top and bottom pajamas, and I woke up and I was wearing a full top and bottom pajamas. She even took off my bra. <laughs> a mother's God love. God damn it. A mother's love. A mother's love knows no bounds. I'll tell you that much. I remember you. I remember that night, Audra, and I never. I did not know that your brother put a bag around your neck, like a horse feeding bag. Yeah. Uh. I. I. I couldn't tell you what kind of bag it was, but were there oats in it? Um. <laughs> no. There were. There was. It, the. The contents of that bag were zero. <laughs> so. <laughs> no. I hope. Okay. When you see this picture, guys. It looks. She looks exactly like Fault in Our Stars. Um, okay. No, it's 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 a di- it's it a different looks photo. The same. Oh, a different one. This is completely different. That's not at all the one that you're you're thinking of. This one was one that my brother had posted on his Snapchat story about me, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, can you send me that?" <laughs> but that night, I had taken my 3ds to the country bar. I was playing Animal Crossing. Uh, Yeah, I was a fucking mess. I was an absolute mess. Um, I have never been more intoxicated in my entire life at that moment. And I don't think I will ever be that intoxicated ever again. My body cannot handle a hangover. I... You know... to like like your like your hangover that you described in the previous episode, I hope I never have to deal with that shit again. I threw up in I my don't car. think I can handle it, dude. Oh my god. I uh, I remember I couldn't drive home, and I like took a a, a trash bag from work, 
and I just like kept it near me, reclined my driver's seat, and kept throwing up in it and falling intermittently falling asleep. God damn. I've never thrown up anywhere else but a restroom. Um, and I'm, except for the one time I threw up outside of a Zumba class, but it was only because I had cereal right before. And, uh, yeah, it was an impromptu Zumba class. I didn't eat cereal on purpose and then go to a Zumba class. Uh, it was definitely a spur of the moment thing. Honestly, I should have said no because I didn't fucking enjoy myself. Milk was a poor choice. But you know what? It's fine. It makes for great stories and I am okay at being uh, at the expense of that. Oh, I love you. I do my best. If y'all have any stories that you would like to share with us about your blackouts, I'd like to hear them to make myself feel better. (laughs) Actually, yeah. um, I would love... If y'all could tell us your blackout drunk stories, it doesn't have to be anything recent. It can be from your college days. It can be uh, from your underage drinking days. If any of y'all did that, um, I sure as hell did. So, you know, uh, anything like that. Totally let me know and I will send you a link to record all of this junk and... um, you know, we'll, uh, I'll I'll put it on the, I'll put it on the podcast. I'll put it on the the, the Instagram page. That sounds fun. That sounds great. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I think I think that'd be fun. Um, but yeah. Um. Oh, if you know anybody who is interesting, or maybe even yourself, and you'd like to be featured on our show, just hit our DMs. We don't have an email. Just hit our DMs, and we'd love to talk to you. DMs is better faster yeah dm the podcast instagram dm our personal instagram pages totally fine um just hit us up we would love to have you on uh as a guest so that's at i don't think podcast and i am at j-e-a-n-e-v-a underscore um it's a private one because i have like a front-facing job but I still read all my DMs. Nice. Mine is at audra.t93. I also have a front-facing job, but, you know, I don't, uh, I I keep everything public. Probably shouldn't do that, but it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. No one has snitched yet. No one has snitched yet, so I don't want to say I'm in the clear, but I think things are looking okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, follow us on Instagram, uh, especially the podcast Instagram. I don't give a shit if you don't follow my personal page. It's totally fine if you don't. Understandable, to be honest. But yeah, follow our podcast Instagram and, uh, you know, you'll be uh, you'll be up to date with uh, whenever we post our episodes. Uh, they're every other Monday. Oh, and also listen to uh, World's Greatest Complainer and Shiftwork Podcast. Those are our brother podcasts. Absolutely. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Yes, good shit. This is this has been fun. Um, we will catch y'all on the next episode. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.